Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 117. In this episode, pay what you owe. If you're tuning into this show for a little light relief, something uplifting, inspirational and life-affirming, you chose the wrong episode. As I record this, I am angry. I am, in fact, furious. I am incandescent with rage. I am pissed off. I am so pissed off, in fact, that this show might just get a bit sweary. So if that's something that might offend you, you might like to opt out now. The reason for my anger? Money. Or, more importantly, the lack of it. And while what I'm about to say relates specifically to me and to the various titles that make up the Demolition News stable, the underlying message is one that will resonate with pretty much everyone in this industry of ours. So before the rant commences, here's a quick word from our sponsor, who, for the record, do pay their bills on time. This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582-840045. Allow me to explain how this so-called business of ours works. From the very outset, we wanted DemolitionNews.com to be free to use. We didn't want to charge a membership or entrance fee. We wanted the site to be open to everyone, regardless of geographic location, affiliation, qualification and experience level or budget. And that's an ethos we've carried through with the launch of Demolition Magazine, with Demolition TV, Demolition News Radio, and most recently with DemolitionKit.com. Of course, this isn't a charity. I have overheads to pay. I'm also married with a mortgage, and three of my four children still live at home. So I need to monetize this dog and pony show. The way in which we've chosen to do this is through a variety of advertising and sponsorship methods. My wages and overheads, and those of my colleagues at our Worthing Sales and Admin Office, are covered by advertising. It's an operation that's been finely tuned to provide our readers, viewers and listeners with as many words and photos and as much video and audio as they could possibly consume, while ensuring that we provide optimum value for the equipment manufacturers and dealers that place most of our advertising. The cost of that advertising and sponsorship has also been set to cover the cost of print and postage, video and audio production, and allowing a small, and when I say small I mean tiny, profit margin to allow us to continually reinvest in our business. It's a system that has worked, and worked well. Although I remain a long way short of Ferrari ownership, it's a system that's generally paid the bills, kept the bailiff from the door, and allowed us to expand and diversify. Then the recession came along, and while we came through it pretty much unscathed, the aftershocks continued to shake our business to its very foundation. Demolition News Radio is the podcast of DemolitionNews.com and the Demolition Magazine. It's probably worth explaining at this point just how we actually charge for advertising. We agree an advertising rate with an advertiser. That rate is confirmed in writing, along with our terms and conditions, which include strict 30-day credit terms. So far, so cut and dried. But that's actually where the challenges begin. You see, our advertisers generally expect to see their ad in the magazine before they're happy to pay. So while we might have sold an advert today, it could be another six, seven, or even eight weeks until the printed magazine lands on their desk. Not content with already having bypassed the 30-day payment terms, 
We're then presented with a whole host of reasons and excuses for why the bill still hasn't been paid, even though they can clearly see their ad in print. There is the, sorry, our accounts team are on holiday excuse. Even though we're paid almost exclusively via electronic means, there are still a few that use the tried and tested, sorry, the man that signs the cheque isn't in today. And then there's my personal favourite. Yes, I can see that your terms are 30 days, but your invoice arrived after our monthly cheque run, so we've pushed it back to next month. In other words, they may have had 60 days or more free credit while we were producing the magazine. They've then had another 30 days while their accounts people are cooking up creative new excuses. If their accounts people are really good at their job, they might yet squeeze out another 30 days after that. In that time, we will have clocked up thousands of miles visiting sites and equipment manufacturers in order to produce the magazine and the website. We will have paid for print and postage to get the magazine into the hands of readers. We will have paid the wages of the advertising sales team. I will have paid for web hosting required to keep demolitionnews.com online. I will have paid video editors to produce Demolition TV and an audio producer who makes this podcast sound as buttery smooth as he possibly can. I will have paid my mortgage three or even four times, and I will have handed over bundles of cash to my local supermarket, to my local council, to my electricity and gas providers, and to a whole host of other people and businesses that provide my business and my family with vital products and services. All of that pisses me off. But the financial straw that regularly breaks a proverbial camel's back, the thing that really grinds my gears, steams my clams, burns my biscuits, and pisses on my cornflakes, is when companies then lie about it. To subscribe to the Demolition magazine, just head over to demolitionnewsstore.com. Like a demolition man that has to pay his staff, his chosen equipment hirer, his fuel supplier, and his insurance company in order to work. I have a stack of people that I need to pay long before I can even consider taking my cut. When money is coming in slowly, in dribs and drabs, or worse still, late slowly and in dribs and drabs, you have no choice but to juggle, to temporarily rob Peter to pay Paul. And you do so having been assured by one or more of your debtors that they will pay on a certain day and date that they have agreed. We had precisely that assurance from a number of advertisers late last week, each of which promised to pay on the Friday before the UK shutdown for a bank holiday long weekend. And do you know how many of those companies kept their promises? None. Not a single one. For all the friendships and alliances we have within the industry, for all the fair pay schemes and initiatives operating across the sector, we were left high and dry. A week on, and we're still waiting on all of them. Put it another way, more than a dozen big-name and reputable companies, each of them with a turnover hundreds of times larger than ours, and many of which are supposedly governed by an industry code of practice, had simply lied to us. Demolition News Radio, the independent voice of the global demolition industry. Although it varies from one company to another, the primary reason that companies advertise on demolitionnews.com or in the pages of the Demolition magazine is because we have established an unrivaled reach and market penetration. Ours is the only magazine that is received by every single demolition company in the UK. Our magazine has a global reach and is read in almost 40 countries around the world. And it's achieved all that by providing those readers with an honest, independent and warts and all view of this industry of ours. In short, advertisers are paying to access our audience in order that they might sell them something. Given all of that, 
you would think that those companies might want to safeguard their reputation with the world's largest demolition industry publication. You'd think they'd want to ingratiate themselves with a team that, at the click of a mouse, can reach pretty much within the entire sector in which they earn a living. Above all, you'd think they'd be keen to keep sweet an editor with a global reach, a big mouth and a hair trigger. Yet they don't. Maybe they believe their reputation is bulletproof, that it couldn't be damaged by a disgruntled magazine editor. Maybe they're not too bothered about how the rest of the world views them. Maybe they believe my bite is worse than my bark, that I wouldn't dare call out a company way bigger than my own. And historically, they would have been right. But not anymore. I'm done with waiting endlessly to be paid. I'm done with providing a product and a service and not being paid for it in a timely fashion. I'm done with being lied to. I'm done with people falling over themselves to access our audience while having no intention of paying to do so. So starting today, I will be naming and shaming those that abuse our payment terms. I will name and shame them here on this podcast, on Demolition TV, on DemolitionNews.com, in the Demolition magazine and across our various social media platforms. I will shout their names from the industry's rooftops. Now I know what you're thinking. That's commercial suicide, right? Maybe. But what have I got to lose when so many companies have no intention of paying for the products or services we provided anyway? So if you're a company that currently owes us for advertising or sponsorship and which wants to safeguard its reputation within this industry, now would be a good time to settle your bills. You've been warned. Thanks for listening. Demolition News Radio, dedicated to demolition.